And then there were four. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yep, yep, yep. It is Locked On A's. We're back. Hey there. I am Wayne Coy, your host, lifelong athletic supporter. I mean, I've been into the A's since I knew what a baseball was. And a media guy, that's what uh, I've been able to do to keep the groceries on the table for the last um, years, okay? This is, of course, your place to be for athletics news, views, and highlights, all of that stuff, interviews with the players and the coaches. Uh, I'm in Las Vegas now, but a transplant, been here for three years, just a little over. Uh, but originally from the Bay Area, Oakland, and then moved to San Leandro, went to high school there. Uh, worked on the radio out in the uh, Tri-Valley area, KKIQ and KKDV in Pleasanton and Walnut Creek. So hopefully you have a sense of, uh, you know, who this is. And uh, I definitely want a sense of who you are. That's what we have a comment section for. So uh, let us know where, where are you listening at? Uh, what do you like, don't like about the show? What would you like to see us cover? Got a big, long off season here. There's going to be a, a bunch of slow news days. So whatever you can do to, you know, kind of help out, just give us some ideas and we'll run with them if they make any sense. And I'm sure they will. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast and actually more people even do that than watch on YouTube, it's crazy. A lot of people like to take us with them when they're on their way to work. And maybe that's you. But you can certainly hit us up on Twitter, uh, since there's no comment section in your car. Uh, you can do that at Locked On A's. That's how you get to me there. And today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's pretty cool. Uh, you can swing for the fences, by the way, because it is baseball playoff time, and you can win up to a hundred times your money. That's okay, right? Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code. It is Locked On L O C K. E-D-O-N, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states, hopefully in yours. Sleeper, check them out today. Okay, the atmosphere, it was, uh, in a word, electric. And I knew that it would be Philadelphia goes bonkers for its baseball team. Heck, they do that for their football and basketball teams, too. It's just a great sports city. So the city of brotherly love uh, and the Phillies and Braves getting it on. And both starters, actually, pretty good out of the gate. Uh, you had Ranger Suarez for the Phillies. And for the Braves, it was Spencer Strider, you know, the guy that won 20 games. 20 and 5. When was the last time that happened? Well, the Braves score first. Uh, they pull first blood. It was Austin Riley with a solo home run. Uh, he hit that in the top of the fourth inning. But not to be outdone, the Braves came, uh, or they sat down, and Philly came right back and tied it up in their half of the inning with Nick Castellanos. Remember, he hit two yesterday, right? Well, he hits another one here to tie it up, solo shot in the fourth inning. And then Trey Turner with a home run to make a two-to-one Philly in the fifth. And it was a night of long balls because Nicky Two Bags came back up again in the sixth inning and got his second homer of the night for the second night in a row. And the Phillies now lead three to one. And if you're thinking, well, that probably did the Braves in, I bet you that was it. Uh, you'd be right. So there was a moment, though, where they almost 
were able to get right back into the game. They had the bases loaded and two outs. And Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a mammoth shot out to center field. And Johan Rojas, I don't know how he did it, but he got on his horse, got right back to the wall, made a great catch. You'll see this one in the highlight film, believe me. Uh, just hauled it in and snuffed the rally because otherwise, I mean, that would have been at least one run for the Braves, but maybe, maybe even two. The Philly faithful then uh, stepped up and they did what they need to do, which is make a bunch of noise and kind of root their team on to victory. They were doing the tomahawk chop again, and Philadelphia wins this thing by a final score of 3-1. to one. They eliminate Atlanta, and that's, of course, the second year in a row. Little bit of a scare. Uh, Matt Olson's knee said hello to Bryce Harper's elbow, and it's the same elbow that he had that Tommy John surgery on. Yeah, if you're a Phillies fan, you took a big old deep breath right there, but the good news is after the game was over in the clubhouse, he said it was nothing except a funny bone bruise. That's it. So, sigh of relief. If you're a Phillies fan, you can know that you're going to have your boy, Bryce Harper, back at it again. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of like you. I was like, oh, man, this is not going to be good if they advance. It's kind of like Reggie. Remember what he did in the playoffs back way back in the day? And he pulled his hamstring. You know what? We're going to talk about that, actually. That might be in our A-story today. Could be. Not saying it is, but it could be. Okay, so the playoffs. We now know who the last four teams are. Who's dancing in the championship series? Well, in the American League, of course. It is the two reps from the American League West, who also happen to be both from Tejas. You've got Houston. And you got the Texas Rangers out of Arlington. So they'll be taking each other on starting on Sunday at uh, Minute Maid Park in Houston. Houston gets the home field advantage in this series. In the NLCS, it is those crazy Arizona Diamondbacks fresh off a sweep of the L.A. Dodgers and the Red Hot Phillies, who we've been talking about here tonight. And uh, they start their series on Monday in Philadelphia. Now, with Atlanta's elimination, this is kind of crazy. All three teams that won 100 games or more this year, that'd be Baltimore, the Dodgers, and the Braves, all three of them eliminated. They're done. None of them have a chance to be in the World Series. Just crazy. Well, Rob Manfred's opened his mouth again. And is it pearls of wisdom or is it blah, blah, blah? We'll talk about that in just a second. But the MLB playoffs, of course, are green light go. And we're having a lot of fun. We're rocking along watching those games. It's even more fun if you could maybe get 100 times your money using the Sleeper app. Sleeper, with baseball now more exciting than ever before, people like Bryce Harper and Zach Gallen and Marcus Simeon and Jose Altuve that are going to be in these playoffs. And wouldn't it be cool if you could uh, play along, you know? Uh, you could put a little money down. You could pick all kinds of cool categories like home runs and hits and innings pitched. You put your money down, and again, if you're a first-timer and you just got the app, uh, they, at Sleeper, want to take care of you by giving you up to 100 times payout on your cash with the Sleeper app, okay? Got to use the promo code, though. It's locked on. Again, use my code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms for all the details. Rob Manfred, my favorite person in the whole world. Excuse me, that's sarcasm. You ever hear of it? 
can't stand the guy. Commissioner of Baseball, I think he's uh, he's he doesn't know how to get out of his own way, and he's probably the worst PR person to ever be in that office. I know the owners like him, and I know we got bigger bases and a pitch clock. And to be honest with you, I think all those changes for the most part, we're pretty good. I'm still not so sure about this playoff format because you got the best team sitting it out for five days. I'm not sure that's you know productive. But all of that notwithstanding, it, it, it's an A's fan talking here. So what am I most concerned with as it relates to Commissioner Manfred? It's his almost seems like desire to run the A's out of Oakland as fast as he possibly can. And he's got John Fisher's back, and that's been made obvious since jump. So we listen whenever he speaks, but we kind of listen with, a, a, you know, maybe a little built-in prejudice because we kind of been through this before. But, hey, the topic did come up, and you knew that it would as uh, the commissioner met the press today, and he talked a little bit about relocation, about the A's. He said that they have been meeting weekly. They, being the committee, have been meeting weekly since August, and that included a two-hour call on Thursday, this last Thursday. Uh, said that, yes, they were discussing the A's and their move out of Oakland, where, of course, they've been for 55 years. Hello. He said that the committee is going to be briefing him and the executive council, and then by the end of the postseason, they should have all the information, hoping to get a vote when the owners get together in Arlington, Texas, in November. So we'll have to wait and see. I, the, as far as you know, questions. I'm I'm asking this: Is it a charade? Is he is he playing poker a little bit here? Are things maybe not as smooth as it kind of seems like he wants it to be, or he's kind of trying to spin it to be? Are there five, six, ten votes that are just not going to happen at this moment? They need to be convinced, or is this like? done like they figured this out a month ago and it's just a matter of getting everybody in the same room and they're going to rubber stamp it shove it through even though they don't have renderings or an architect or on and on and on to the break of dawn there's so many flaws and you know that because you've been along for all these many months i know it seems like an eternity though right it seems like years but we'll have to wait and see if rob manfred is you know being real with us or if it's the whole, hey, there's nothing to see here. Keep moving, Johnny. Move it along. You know, if that's what he's doing. I don't know. I guess we'll find out here in due time. I'd like to know what you think, though. I, I mean, I'm really curious to know where your head is on this whole thing. Like, do you think that this is a, a done deal? It's not even really worth talking about anymore because the owners are just going to push it through and it's done and they're going to move to Vegas. Now, do you feel that way? Or do you feel like, hey, hang on. There's no shovels in the ground. Oakland maybe has another shot to, uh, whether it's a Howard Terminal or the Coliseum site, maybe keep the A's, or if not, keep the A's, get an expansion team. I mean, do you are you on that side at all? What is your opinion, and how would you get to that opinion? What have you seen or heard that's made you go, yep, this is what I think it's going to all go down like? And then you can make a prediction maybe or just share your thoughts. If you could do that down in the uh, comments section, that would be great. Oh, speaking of predictions, by the way, I do have one. Uh, and I already made it. Remember I said Phil's in four? Remember I said if they won one game in Atlanta, that they would come back and win at home two in a row? And that's what they did. So as cocky as I feel about making you know that particular prediction right, and I'm a prognosticator with the best of them, 
I totally bit, though, you know what, on the Baltimore Orioles and the L.A. Dodgers. So I'm not going to get too happy. I'm not going to brag. But I do have a bigger question as it relates to this whole, you know, sale or not of the A's, whether or not they're going to move, whether they're going to relocate, whether they will be sold. I want to know, will we start to see some of those really cool sell shirts right behind home plate in the seats where there's nothing baseball can do about it. You're there, you're wearing your shirt and all of the world that's watching baseball still uh, will have a chance to get the message subliminally or not. It's more like getting hit over the head with a hammer, right? Anyway, uh, if you did get hit over the head with a hammer or maybe you got your thumb hurt or maybe you got a cold or you got the flu or you know, you're just down and you don't know why, Hang on, here comes Jace Medical. They've got all the answers with this really cool thing called the Jace Case. They're on the case with the Jace Case. It's five really powerful antibiotics that are going to be chosen specially for you. I know that sounds real game show. Chosen specially for you. But it's true. Uh, they're going to talk to you. Get the consultation. This is a uh, medical professional that will spend time with you from Jace. And once they figure out kind of what symptoms you've got and sort of what they really believe the issue is. They'll give you the proper antibiotic to take care of that. In the Jace case, you'll get five of them and they will deliver them to your doorstep. Professional delivery from a pharmacy. That's what we're talking about. You don't have to leave the comforts of your home because you're sick. You don't want to go anywhere anyway, right? So they bring it to you. Licensed pharmacy medication delivery. And, of course, the ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Use the code LOCKEDON when you check out and get a special discount, $20 off your order. The Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And don't get sick. But if you do. Reach out because they're going to help you. I promise. Okay. Uh, maybe you knew this. Maybe you didn't. But it's it's history. It's not history. It's history. And something that we alluded to a little earlier happened back in uh, 1974 when Oakland slugger Reggie Jackson connected for a home run off Andy Messersmith, popular because he became a free agent. He was like the first one. Him and, what, Kurt Flood, right? Uh, pitcher uh, Ken Holtzman, who could really hit, actually. This is pre-DH. Or was it right after the D? Yeah, DH came in 73, so this is right after. Anyway, he was uh, running. I don't know if he pinch ran. He might have, because he was pretty quick on the bases, too. Now, I met Kenny a couple of years ago, and, you know, like all of us, uh, it's, it's not as easy being cheesy. Uh, he's a little bigger guy than he used to be. Anyway, he scored the second run in the fifth inning on a suicide squeeze. This is a pitcher. Oakland wins the World Series opener 3-2, to two, and the Dodgers strand 12 base runners. So see, even back then, the Dodgers swung and missed on the expectations. But uh, one of the things we talked about, too, earlier was Reggie Jackson and Bryce Harper, and, you know, Bryce putting a scare into us because it, his elbow that had Tommy John surgery got bumped or smacked, however you want to put it, by Matt Olson's knee. And he was in a lot of pain. And turns out it was just a funny bone thing, but not too funny when you're sitting there watching your star, right? Well, it was definitely not funny in 1972 on this exact date when Reggie Jackson fighting for the A's playoff lives against the Detroit Tigers, took off, stole home 
and in the process, ripped the you-know-what out of his hamstring, sidelined him, put him in crutches, and uh, he didn't get to play in that first World Series, which was just horrible because Reggie was was Reggie. So the A's had to you know make do without Jackson, and they won. I mean, that's the main thing. Gene Tennis, as we talked about the other day when he had his birthday, really stepped up. But uh, yeah, Reggie pulling the hammy, well, more than pulling, like destroying it on this date back in 1972. And we'll go back even further, 1929. Remember the Philadelphia A's, they were a pretty winning bunch right around that time with the World Series in 29, 30. And did they go in 31? They may have missed 31. But it was on this date in 1929 that the A's were trailing the Chicago Cubs game four of the World Series and the score was eight to nothing. Okay. So at this point, you're pretty much thinking the game's over. Well, hold your horses or your elephants because the A's came back. They scored 10 runs in the seventh inning to win the game. They were a great team. A lot of, a lot of pitchers that ended up being in the Hall of Fame and hitters too. You know, Jimmy Fox, of course. You've, you've heard about the swinging A's from way, way back, right? Well, uh, 1929. They, they really put it on a comeback after being down by eight. They win the game 10 to eight after scoring 10 runs in the seventh inning. Happy birthday today. You notice I said birth A, because that's how we say it around here. It's a birthday for Luis Polonia, who celebrates his 60th birthday today. And if you're a fan of the uh, A's teams from back in the, uh, in the 80s, you remember Luis, speedy outfielder from the Dominican Republic, signed by the A's as an amateur free agent. That happened in uh, 1984. Uh, Polonia, though, didn't make his debut until 1987, and he did that with the A's, played in 125 games that year, hit 287, had uh, 10 triples, as you do when you're that fast, 29 stolen bases. So he was their leadoff guy. Following year, he played in only 84 games because he had an injury, but he hit 292 and had 29 steals in 36 attempts. Uh, good enough to help the A's get to the World Series in 1988. So there's that. Uh, and then Polonia uh, didn't perform as well as we'd hoped in the series. He only went one for nine, but, you know, they're playing the Dodgers. That was the Kirk Gibson series in 88, and it just wasn't good. Now, in 1989, he was hitting 286, had 13 steals and 17 attempts, and the general manager came calling. Mr. Polonia, it's time for you to pack your bags. You're going to New York City. Yeah, so Luis Polonia is the reason why we got Ricky Henderson back. And remember, the very next year, uh, the A's went to the World Series and won, and it was their last series, and it's Ricky. So, yeah, Ricky Henderson belonged in Oakland. No offense to Luis Polonia, but that trade, it was uh, Polonia, Eric Plunk, and Greg Cattery to the Yankees uh, for Ricky Henderson. Worked out pretty well. Yankees got uh, serviceable uh, usage out of Luis Polonia. Some controversy off-field as well. Uh, but he played a long time, 13 seasons in the big leagues. And Ricky Henderson, well, you know, he's Ricky. Yep. Happy birthday to Luis Polonia, who's 60 today. And that just blows my mind because, you know, I'm, I'm going back. I was, you know, a teenager, basically. Well, a little older than that. And watching Polonia, he seemed like a kid to me. 
least 60. Anyway, thanks for making us your first listen every day. Really do appreciate that from the heart. It is so cool to know that we're starting to build something here and can't do that without you. So make sure if you haven't already that you subscribe. So I can tell when you're back here. And also, if you could give us the, the big like button, the thumbs up. I know it's kind of dorky and, you know, you feel like, yeah, okay, like and subscribe. Everybody says that. But you know what? Say it for a reason because that is truly how you grow a YouTube channel. So uh, if you are watching on YouTube and you could do that, that'd be awesome. Leave your comments down below. Seriously, I want to, you know, as I said earlier, I want to know what you think about the A's and whether or not they're going to be sold or whether or not they're going to relocate. Give, give me your opinion on those things in the comments, and believe me, I'll get right back to you and definitely shout you out here, too, on the show. So thanks for all of that. Oakland A's off-season goals, a preview of these championship series games that are coming up, all of that and much more when we get back together again, and I hope that you'll be here. Until then, I'm Wayne Coy. Keep on swinging.